You are now jumping into the trenches with the Toulons, Thule and Ralph, where we pull back the curtain on what marriage and relationships are really about. So let's start the show. What's up, everybody? This is Thule. And this is Ralph. We're coming to you live from the car. Yeah. So we have been... uh, Press for time. <laughs> Not only are we pressed for time, <laughs> but we have a lot of shit going on in life in general. Yes. So we haven't been able to record as we've normally been able to. Yes. Yeah, so we had to do it from the car. Right. Shout out to the Skinners. Amazing wedding. Yes. Um, we're actually going to record this while we're leaving your wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another wedding in the books. Yes. The food was good. The cake, you know me, the cake was wonderful. Right. Oh my God, that cake was so good. Mm. Right. So today we'll be discussing grace Mm -hmm. and what that means to a relationship. So apparently I have too much of it. Mm -hmm. That's why I am, my reasoning behind a lot of things are how people approach it uh, may come off as too forgiving, too optimistic, too whatever you want to call it. All the above. All of the above. Yes. Because I always try to see the good in people. Even when they don't show him. Even when they don't show me that. Because I always believe that there's a good side to every person. Right. And I'm the one that you show me who you are, I'm going to believe you. Right. So that's our wonderful balance. Yeah. I'm the one that is like, yes, you're awesome. Even if you did punch me in my face. Because guess what? My face will heal. <laughs> and I'm like, you punch me. In- no, I'm like, if you look like you're going to punch me in the face, you, you cut off. So, no. Right. Yeah. Or she going to punch you in the face. First, because I felt like you was about to punch me in my face. <laughs> right. So, in a relationship, this can be very damaging, which is w- really interesting. Because, if you have too much. Right. Which is crazy for me. Or though, not enough. I could, dating somebody with too much grace is a turn off for me. But you the one, maybe because both of y'all have too much grace, how that going to be a turn off I, for you? Maybe because I know that I can't have somebody that has the same grace as me, or we won't ever really resolve problems. It'll just be like, I forgive you. We won't talk through it. It's just, oh, you're a great person, blah, 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 blah. Well, blah. no, because you don't do that. You you will talk through it, but at the same time, it's like, right after the talk, it's like out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Yeah, so then it's like both of y'all are like that. So, yeah, problems won't get resolved, but y'all will talk about it. Yeah, like I always needed somebody that was sim- at least a little bit of feisty. You had, some, you had to have a little bit of feistiness in it and within you. Um, well, see, I think... Or as Ralph would say, much. discernment. No, well, discernment doesn't mean feisty because a lot of people, they can be passive and be discerned. You know what I'm saying? They're just, they don't have to fight. I have to fight in me to where... I'm not only going to point out what you're doing wrong, especially if it affects me, but I'm also going to say, no, we need to talk about it if I even value you any. And then I'm be like, okay, well, we're still not working on it. So, you know, what are we going to do where someone who's just passive, they're just like, they'll get it one day. I'll just sit here and wait. I don't, you know, I don't want to make them mad. And I'm. (laughs) Yeah. And it's funny you say that. Because I think I have a tendency to be like, oh, patience is a virtue. It'll eventually get better. But you got to make sure that you got a plan in order to match what you're saying. Because a lot of times people will be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do better. But there is no action around doing better. It's and just I think, like. I think you need to change that, too. What? Um, because you do think like that. You do think be, being patient, it would eventually just. That's what I'm saying. No, not what I'm saying, but I'm not finished. Okay. That you do think I'm going to be patient and they'll work itself out. But that's the thing. It never works itself out without you putting in the work. Okay. And see, that's the thing. Your hope, the hope that you have leads you to think like that because you also have a lot of hope. Also true. Yes. So you you hope that things work and, and then you just go about your day instead of like, what can I do to help hope? work it out like what can i do actively to help this work out instead you just be like oh hope here you go well, so i was saying that that, that is me <laughs> i wasn't negating no. the fact that i'm not the i didn't say that. you were but you were saying that as a point like i need to be more than just patient but you wasn't getting to the point of i actually need to put in the work well i said that without putting in the work is mm-hmm. that means mm-hmm. nothing mm-hmm. actions speak louder than words right 
It, it does. Right, so it, it definitely does. I can tell you that I'm going to do better, but if I'm not doing better. If you're not putting in the work to be better, to the, then yeah. yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So, but yes, I have a lot of patience. I have a lot of I'm hope. like the complete opposite of my wife, mm-hmm. which is probably a really good thing, but which makes this very challenging at first or these first couple of years. Why do you think that? Well, because we think totally differently. But on top of that, I've never had to really change or grow. How about that? Okay. I feel like change is can give a negative connotation sometimes when people be like, oh, she's trying to change you. Or yeah. my wife's trying to change me. You know, my wife is trying to help me grow. Right. So in that space, I'm really working on, yes, I can have patience. Yes, I can have hope. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I need to be putting in the work to show my wife that even though I have all of these things, I still have to put in a level of effort yes. to show that when you put it all together, it looks great. Get magic. Right. It's yes. like a renovation on a house. Yes. Right now, my value is what it was when I first bought my house. <laughs> <laughs> I might have a little <laughs> bit of equity um, in certain but spaces. If it's not that much. Um, I don't have a risk. Like, this ain't a recession and my shit not. Oh, yeah. Work. Yeah, you ain't about to be in foreclosure. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, my value hasn't, it's gotten better, right? I'm mm-hmm. not saying that I, you know, I've gained some equity, but I'm not where I, sh- I feel like I should be. And that's just with me understanding what are my requirements. And that's consistently understanding those requirements as we continue to grow as individuals. Yeah. So great. So for me, I, I gained more grace, uh, being with you. Um, because again, I'm the cutoff queen. So I still have the urge to cut off, but it's like, I'm one, Getting patience from you, trying to be more patient, trying to uh, just see things from all angles. And with me doing that, me having more understanding allows me to have more grace. So even in our situation, me having more understanding of why you do the things you do allows me to have more grace for you, which allows me to have more patience. So I'm just not like... Let's go ahead and divorce because this is done. <laughs> yeah, no, and I've already mentioned that that was not happening. <laughs> well, unless, unless you cheat. Dies. No. Die. Well, if I die, yeah. But if you cheat, I'm done. Oh, if I cheat, that means you're probably going to kill me. Well, then, then you die. Okay. Yeah. Well, then, yeah. <laughs> but I think when you have understanding, when you actually try to understand, and I've always been like, I've always tried to understand why people do things they do, you know. I look at those, um, you know, murder documentaries and serial killer documentaries because I really want to understand what makes someone just get up one day and like, hmm, I'm just going to kill a whole bunch of people. I'm just going to go and find women who remind me of my mom and kill them. Make sure y'all take make these take those notes um, <laughs> just in case I come up missing. You know why? They won't. Find and she's you. probably going to get away with it because yeah. she's watched every series I have. and movie. But as I want to understand what makes somebody do that. Like, what makes you fully go out and hold somebody in your house and cut up their body and eat them? And oh, they're a part of me now. Like, what makes you do this? I'm trying to understand why. Like, I still think it's wrong. I still think you, you know, you're going to hell or whatever. But I just want to understand what makes you like. What makes your mind go the way? So same thing with you. I'm trying to figure out why you're doing the things you're doing. And then once I have understanding is the option of, okay, this is deemed as you're being selfish or this, this, and this. And then if I need to go further into, well, why is he selfish? This, this, and this. And if I come up to where, oh, he just doesn't care, then I'm like, okay, well, then that's, you know, a scratch. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I don't need to have grace for you anymore because you're not even considering me. But if I say, okay, this is a learned habit. This is something he has picked up in his own home and he's been doing it since birth and no one has corrected him, then I can't fault him but so much, but I still need to help him do it right. You know what I'm saying? Or, or have you know some correction in that. So it just depends on the situation where I'm going to have grace for you or I'm not. 
You know what I'm saying? It's depending on how you carry yourself, depending on where all of this is coming from. So, you know, that's why I've always stressed, like, when you're dating someone, see how it was in their house. See how their parents was, because I promise you, honey, it's going to show up in your marriage. <laughs> it is going to show up, and it's going to be like, hey, girl, you want some tea? Yeah. Because I got all the tea for you. All the tea. All the tea. So. Yeah, I mean, I think dating you from the beginning was tough. Because you were so different. It was just like super aggressive, harsh, just direct. And I'm okay with direct, but it was... But most people take direct as harsh. So I take that. But I'm direct, but Mm, I'm a little more polished with how direct I am. When you direct, you're like, this is how you're going to get it just like this. But I don't think you're polished in in your directors. You're not direct at all because that's why you're gray. I'm black and white. This is the way it is. You're gray. I'm going to give you something that's probably vague. I'm not going to ever give you a standout yes or no answer. I'm going to give you a maybe. Well, and you sugarcoat. That's well, maybe that's, that's your just, polish. Well, maybe that is just when it comes to relationships. Well, yeah, because but, of my job, I'm super direct. But, and and that, but we're talking about relationships. And I think and that's it's because where, I care so much that I'm a, I don't want to hurt your feelings. But then you end up hurting the person anyway. When I'm not telling you all the way, or yes. being 100, then I'm still up, hurting your feelings, yes. and then it's going to make it work. Yes. Which I'm working on. Yes, yes. I get it. I'm working on being more direct. Yes. Um, on all facets of life. Yes. So, I, I think at first, though, for me, it was just kind of like, holy shit, I have never really dated anybody this direct. Um, but I was very appreciative of it because it showed me a lot of things that I needed to work on and I needed to be a little more direct with. Um, or if somebody that I was dating was, you know, this direct, then maybe I would have learned a lot sooner. Oh. oh yeah, but you know, everybody has different timing. So I'm appreciative of it. Of it. It's just I kind of wish I would have known how to deal with it from the beginning, or you make it a little bit easier. On knew you. how to work around it, right? Because mm-hmm. you know everybody frowns on therapy, but that's what therapy would teach you: is how to evolve to understand this person's personality and how they respond to certain things. Because I'm, you're not going to have all the answers. And it's just going to cause you even more sharing and more. Um, I guess you will struggle more trying to really know who you're dealing with. If every time they talk to you, you feel like they're attacking you. Right. Well, and that's then not I, really the case. I think also, too, if you feel that way, the best thing to do is to, like, um, have a conversation about it. Because... Then the person who, like, the person like me who's being direct, then they can understand, okay, I still, I'm still going to say what I, you know, need to say to you. I just need to say it a different way. Right. And that didn't happen for us until, like, year, like, two and a half, almost three. Correct. So, all this time, I've been being direct with him. And he's been probably thinking, like, she always trying to rip into me. And I'm, and I'm thinking over here, I'm just, you know making sure I communicate and and be clear and precise of what I'm saying so it won't be like, well, I'm not really understanding what she's saying. So I'm always like, boom, this is what it is. And this is, you know, how it should be. And he's just like, you know, fuck you. <laughs> Talk to me like you fucking crazy. Right. And then, so when he finally says it, I'm like, well, you have to tell me because I don't know. Like, I really don't know. So you have to tell me when I'm doing these things. And so, again, you know, everybody's always like communication, communication. But, yeah, it is communication because especially in that in that situation, someone like me, I just won't know. Right. And if I care enough, then I won't I won't do it. So, yeah, you have to communicate and then still be direct in what you're saying so the person can understand. But then you also need to communicate to the person how they communicate. So, like, I'm direct. So Jonathan needs to speak to me directly. Jonathan is gray. I'm not going to speak to him gray, but I am going to sugarcoat it a little bit better than what I would normally say to him because that's the way he communicates. So that's the way he understands if I communicate to him. I can't come to him like, look here now, you need to do this, that, and a third because he's not going to hear nothing I said. <laughs> all he's going to know is, okay, she coming to me crazy. It's all about delivery. Yes, for him, it's definitely delivery. For me, I don't really care about delivery. I'm listening to what you're telling me. All the delivery and everything, that's just the, the distraction for me. You come to me and you say, hey, hey, bitch, you need to be doing this. I'm all, all I'm going to hear is you need to do this. 
Well, I don't know if I would say, hey, hey, bitch. Well, I know you wouldn't, but I'm just saying. Sometimes I may want to. <laughs> hey, 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 uh, Raphael. <laughs> It'll get my attention. Right. Maybe I should start saying that shit. You want direct? Cool. Look here now, bitch. And what I might start laughing. <laughs> What's not going to happen is... <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I like it direct. You know, I had a father who is super <laughs> sugar coat, vague. You don't know whether it's left or right. He's an OG politician. And so I, and so I grown to be like, I don't like that. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to be direct because I like for people to be direct to me. And so this is who you get. <laughs> hey, look, I'm good with it. I appreciate it. Uh, I really appreciate it when it's towards other people. Yeah, because uh, he just he just stands there and look. When I'm on, because you've only seen me on eight, so when I do get to eight, yeah, he's but, just looking like, huh? Oh, uh, okay. So that's who you are. <laughs> like he don't try to help them. <laughs> you know, no. like, it's like he be stuck and he just be like, I'm looking see, at the train wreck. See what's gonna happen to them. <laughs> Well, you know, most people be like, no, no, no. <laughs> He'd be like, okay. Right. So this is a prime example of where parenting comes into play. <laughs> when you have somebody with a lot of grace and then somebody with discernment or who's super direct. So if something happens to either one of if our, to our children uh, <laughs> and say uh, we feel like it was an attack on our child. They probably gonna want me to get to school before she gets to school. You better get to school before I do. Because I'm gonna approach it. I'm gonna be pissed, but I'm gonna do it in a way that yeah provide some. Guys, if you hear that, that is the right. Lord have mercy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this guy just opened up. Just Jesus. Fell out. <laughs> we I'm are we are so sorry for the audio, but hey, yeah, time constraints. This is what we got to go through right now. Bear with us, okay? Hey, all right. Thing, she's gonna remove all of this background. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to. So yeah, back to what I was saying. Yeah. They're going to want me to get to school first because I'm going to come in and I'm going to be like, hey, look, you're professionals. I would assume that you can conduct yourself in a professional manner, but it doesn't seem like that is happening. Hence why we're here or why I'm here having this conversation with you now. So I'm going to hand you your ass in the most strategic, politically correct way. He's going to hand you your ass, corporate America. When she comes. I'm coming with the street. She's going to hand you the rest of your ass. In the most direct and disrespectful way. Disrespectful way. I can possibly, possibly can do it. Um, so hopefully after listening to me, it prepares you for what she's Well, hopefully say. you would or have settled it I'm because like, <laughs> if I come. Hopefully when mm -mm. she show up, we walking out. Like Everything's done. done. Oh, okay. Everything okay. is cool. It better be cool. <laughs> <laughs> it better be. Yeah. But that's an example of, you know, I think that's why we have such a really good balance. A lot of the times is because we can approach it in two different manners. And, and sometimes I you, want her I to feel, approach it. Yeah, and I feel like, and sometimes I can. Like we did have a situation at our son's school, and you know, I'm not for the shenanigans. I'm not for like any kind of like stupid, ignorant stuff. Don't try to um, be passive with me. Well, I say passive aggressive. Don't try to be passive aggressive with me. Don't try to patronize me. All of that is going to send me to 10. You know, don't try to sugarcoat it and spin it any kind of way because I see you and I see the bullshit and I don't like it. Right. So we get to the school and I'm already, I'm already like on four coming in there. You sure it was four? Yeah, I was on four. And then when I started talking, I was like on six. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. yeah, because I wasn't on eight, <laughs> but I, I I walked into the school on four, so my four is like I'm a straight face. I'm looking you dead in your eye, and you already know I'm with the shits. But I'm still like, good evening. How's everyone doing? But there's no joy in my voice. Right. So we get in there, and of course I let him talk first, and you know he just like you know we just want to know what's going on or whatever whatever. And then the you know the administrative and the teacher is talking or whatever, and I let I will always let you finish because I need to hear everything you have to say before I eat your ass. <clears throat> and so after they finish, I'm like okay, then one. And so now I'm on six because what I've heard is a bunch of bullshit. So now I'm like okay, 
first is this, then second is this. And they're, they were like, oh, okay, so you ain't know, oh, okay, so you bring me in here because you think you about to tell me my son is this, that, and the third, and when you got this all messed up. Right. So before you bring me back in, please make sure you have all your T's crossed and your I's dotted because if I have to come in here and do it for you, it's going to be a problem. And then we're going to take him out of your school. Well, yeah, we did that anyway. But so. we did it anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where that is. But, again, let's get back to just relationship-wise. Like, I also think, like, not having enough grace for your spouse because I can say I've never had grace for anybody that I've dated um, because I would always break up with them. Like, I never tried to understand why you were the way you were. You know, I never was like, okay, let's work through this. Um, and I've always, like, I've looked at females. I'm like, why are you, why are you taking the time to even, like, deal with this? And that was just the grace I guess, in, or maybe they called it the love that they have for the person. And clearly I must have didn't have enough love where I've been in love with somebody and been with somebody for four years. But it's like, if I'm putting forth all this effort to do what I need to do, because I'm only responsible for me and, and making sure I'm holding on my end of the 50%, if you're bringing your 50 and I'm bringing my 50, why can't you do the same? Right. So me looking at the picture like that is like, no, I don't have any grace for you because I'm over here making sure I'm holding up my end of the bargain. I'm doing what I, I'm supposed to do. I'm doing what you want me to do. And you're over here just fucking off. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't have any grace. So we're done. We are done. And I went like that forever. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm I'm taking it as a personal attack on me. Like, you don't have any consideration for me. You are not thinking about me when you do this and the third and how this may hurt my feelings when I'm taking the time to consider you where, mm, if I do this, so-and-so probably is not going to like this. So I best not do it. Right. Mm, I wonder how they would feel if I was to sleep with Jonathan. Mm, if they find out, they're probably not going to like this. So, but when it came to me, it was just like... I'm the afterthought, like, oh, I, I did it. Dang, I should have did that. <laughs> like, okay. So, no, I'm cut. I'm cutting you off because I, I have no, you know, I have nothing else. Yeah. And that's kind of like I still have a piece of that. And that's why when it comes to cheating, that's my deal breaker. Because I feel like you have so many opportunities to still say no before you actually commit, like, the the sexual part of it. Because I can, I can have grace for you and probably work through the emotional cheating. Like you started talking to somebody at work and you're kind of, you know, divulging to them the issues and stuff that you're having and you get attached to them. I know they say that's the worst, but mentally I can get over that because I feel eventually you can detach to that. I can't detach from the sexual act because... That to me is intimacy that you have with somebody else that was only reserved for me. Right. And mentally, I'm always see you as a cheater. No, no, no. Being intimate, like if I'm trying to be intimate with you, I'm envision you being with that person, and that's calling for me to be dry, <laughs> just dry. I'm dry. Or it could be like an imaginary threesome. Well, no, it wouldn't just go kidding. to. Just it wouldn't. Kidding. It wouldn't yeah. go through because I would be the one to tap I out. Know. Yeah, I know. Okay, I'm going. I'm going yeah, now. I mean, it makes sense. I'm sure a yeah. lot of women think like that. No, because a lot time. of women can't forgive from cheating. Well, it, some now some have gone into marriage the same way you have, and may have experienced somebody cheating on them, and then have come out like, "Hey, look, this is the things that I had to do in order to get better." Um, explain. I'm I'm confused right now. You saying this is the man saying this, or this is who's saying this? Just a woman in general. Like she might be. She might go in with the same mindset in the marriage, thinking that if the man cheats, she's done. Mm -hmm. But when in actuality, if the man does cheat, she can figure out she'll she'll figure out how to come out of it and still be able to stay married, right? Um, through the work, right? Right. And I think that's kind of where you are right now, or you think you could get to over emotionally. Time. Yeah, right. Emotionally, physically, no. I already know I'm not going to be able to do that. That's why I just. I may not want to leave. And I've been in that situation where someone, 
that I, I truly love cheated. And I was ate the hell up. And I wanted to be back with them. And so I got back with them. But mentally, I could not get over it. And that's not fair. Like, I, I'm a big person on fair. And I'm not going to tell somebody that I forgive them, but still bring things up or still act a certain way. I feel like once I forgive you, then that's a clean slate. Right. You know, and I couldn't get over mentally them being with that person sexually for me to be sexual with them. So I felt that there was no need for me to continue to be in this relationship when we can't even be intimate. <laughs> so that's how I just knew going forward. If anybody cheated on me, I just I would have to let it go. Regardless of how I felt, I had to let it go because then what's probably going to happen ultimately is they cheat again because I don't want to be intimate with you. You're contaminated. You know what I'm saying? You have the scarlet letter. I cannot lay down with you and not feel the same, the same way you're touching me, the same way you're kissing me, the same way you're doing this and the third, you've done it with this person. And so the, the it's gone. It's right. gone. Yeah, I can see that. And yeah. I would want to say that, I would be forgiving, but I don't know if I would be as well because I feel I feel like I would have a similar thought process that yeah uh, you had sex with somebody else and you doing the same <laughs> right and I'm like hey uh, this is not gonna work and as a man and that male ego and the pride you don't want to like you would think that you could forgive your wife but then when you look at her and y'all about to have sex all you could think about is another man sticking his penis in her yeah. And it's kind of like, all right, now I'm going to punch you in your face right here in the bed. <laughs> so I get both sides. I think. <laughs> it's like, I think the grace was me forgiving and I, I could still be your friend. But also the part of me is just like, but I know that I cannot move forward. Like, Right. I think I would want to. I would try to. Ultimately, yeah, I, I mean, didn't get I, past it all. I tried. And I would, you know, through mm-hmm. prayer, hopefully that would be able to work. But the anger. Just, uh, and see, and I was, for me, I wasn't even angry anymore. I, I didn't feel like a type of way. But anytime, like I could kiss him, but anytime it would try to go to that next level, I, could, I just couldn't do down. it. I could, yeah, I couldn't do it. I yeah, see, do like it. you shutting down, I think I would just get angry. Oh, okay. All right. I think uh, if we were getting to that point, I would just be like, you know what? I'm good. Go beat my meat in the bathroom. In the corner. Right in the corner. Matter of fact, I'll lay next to you on the bed and beat my meat. Why you cry? And then wipe it off on you. Shut up. Not um, be disrespectful. I'm going to be disrespectful. Well, see, and now that, that would be the point where you would just need to not stay with the person. Right. And I think, you know, that's what you would assume that. You could do, but it's so much. I mean, we've invested so much time and effort into a relationship and or a marriage. I mean, shit. And I'm glad you said that because that, I think, also makes people have what I consider more grace for the person than they need to have. Because it's like, okay, I've been here this long or whatever, whatever. And like, okay, we're going to work it out or whatever. But when do you call it like, okay, it's, it's not getting any better. It's the same thing. And that's, I feel like some people may have too much grace for someone to where the spouse that they're having too much grace for abuses it because they know this person is always going to look at the, the better picture, the better side of them, the, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you having too much grace, like that's me abusing it and it's treating you like shit and being like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. But I already know you're going to be like, Ralph is going to get it together. She is, she is. I know she's going to stop doing this. I know she's going to stop talking to me crazy. You know what I'm saying? She's going to get it. And, you know, five years down the line, you're still like, Ralph is going to get it. Because, you know, you have a lot of grace for people. Yeah. And and then, you know, you tell yourself whatever. People have too much grace. You know, well, she doesn't do it all the time. You know, she only does it, you know, when she's upset about something. Um, it hasn't gotten worse. It hasn't gotten better, but it hasn't gotten worse either. And, you know, it's just like you continue to grace, 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 grace. I'm having grace with this person. They're going to get it. We're going to be better. You know, other parts of our relationship are good. It's just that she disrespects me. <laughs> Which is a big part of it, though. Yeah. And, then, and, and that's why I'm like, I don't want to have that much grace for my spouse. I don't. Because I think the other person, they end up using them. You know, I don't know if it's I don't think you should. Like, if you're at a point in your 
Like I get it. You don't it ebb and flows. There'll be ups and downs right. in anything you do. But I don't think it should ever get to a point where it requires you to change something that shouldn't technically be changed. Like I shouldn't have to have all Less the grace yeah. in the world or I shouldn't be so quick to shut you off either. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's got to be, it's a fine line, right? When it's too much and when it's not enough. Um, but, but you just got to understand the person and understand if they, are they in a good headspace? Are they, have they gone through things that they've never um, solved or resolved? Mm-hmm. As I think a lot of old stuff that people tend to carry into new relationships and marriage or what affects what could really be great. Uh, it's not technically that it doesn't work out. I think it's just not going to work because of all the damage that has been done to them personally. And that's something that they really got to figure out within themselves. Like therapy obviously will help. Mm-hmm. And w- once you do that and you realize all the things that you need to improve on or the things that are affecting your relationship or your marriage and you can attack them and you're comfortable with it, then I think it'll work out. I think it's a, it goes back to the whole conversation that I, or I wanted to post that I had about acceptance. Um, once you accept who you are, it makes it a lot easier for you to move forward with who you want to be. Um, and I think that that plays into that again. What's the what side of the fence do you want to fall on? Do you want to fall on where I don't have a, a more discernment or where I have more grace? And I think it's just based off your personality. Okay. And for me, I feel that it's not so much of what side of the fence you want to be on, but whether you're growing. Because if you have too much grace and I have too much discernment and I stay like this, whether I'm like, well, I don't want to choose to be on that side of the fence or whatever like that. I don't have to be fully on that side of the fence. And you don't have to be fully on my side of the fence. But you should be pouring into me some grace. So I should have a good balance of grace and discernment and also you. So like I said, for that example, I gave where I'm just being disrespectful. I don't ever come out of not turning it around and talking to you in a manner that is more respectful in a way that, you know what I'm saying, that you can understand and I still stay the same and I'm not willing to bend. Then, then you wasn't doing your job as well as pouring into me the grace for me to be like, damn, looking at myself like what am I doing right you know what I'm saying so neither one of you for you know to me if you you trying to have so much grace for this person in, in this and they never grow from that then you're doing a uh, disservice to yourself and the person yeah I agree because uh, they ain't neither one of y'all way. getting nothing out of it yeah, I think that's a better <laughs> way to put it not really walking the fence but more understanding and trying and to meet in the suppo- middle yeah because <laughs> the whole part really I feel of marriage, not just being in just a relationship, but of marriage is a dedication of us growing into this purpose that we're supposed to be like going, walking into like everyone's like, God has a purpose for not just you anymore, but for both of you, because the purpose that he had instilled in you and instilled in Jonathan, when y'all come together, it can fulfill the purpose that I have. So, you know, if the, if the simple purpose is just for me to, be more understanding and consider other factors as to why people are the way they are. I can't do that if I don't have any grace. So I need to be with Jonathan because Jonathan is going to pour that into me. You know what I'm saying? He's going to pour into patience because I'm very impatient, especially when it comes to ignorant people. Very impatient. She also needs to be with me because I'm just fucking awesome. Okay, continue. Going to edit that out. Um... And so, but if I never get that, or if some people look to have somebody already together, then you're not going to, you're not going to be better. You're not going to have that person pour into the, into you, the greatness that you could be because one, you're looking for somebody who's already fixed. You don't feel like dealing with somebody who got this going on. You don't feel like dealing with somebody who can't manage their finances. So if you're perfect, and managing your finances and then you get with somebody who got dead or got bad credit or whatever. No, you don't have to run down the aisle and marry them, but maybe you can start pouring them into them. If everything else is on your checklist and that's the one thing that's off your checklist, start pouring into them while y'all are dating. 
Yeah. And say, hey, let's let's you know, let's take some, you know, financial classes together. Let's let's let let me help you with a budget. Let me help you do this and the third. And if you see they will take the initiative, be like, hey, okay, I can do this. I can do I look, babe, I did my budget by myself this month. Or I did this, you know, and I went into the mall and I didn't buy nothing. And you see that happening, then yeah, you can go ahead and skip down that aisle with them because they're showing you what you're pouring into me is working. Right. You know what I'm saying? But then most of us, we see some, she ain't got her shit together or he ain't got his shit together. I'm dealing with that. That could have been your blessing walking around on the way. Yeah, I think a lot of times, you know, we, if I was 55 and, you know, like I was single at that point in time, I, you know, kids out of the house, whatever, mm -hmm. then maybe I would look for somebody that is, that description like yeah all the way together all the way together yeah because ain't nothing well for this part you should be mostly all the way right and at 55 i hope your shit is all the way together i mean maybe something i mean we're still all not gonna all be but i know what you're saying like we shouldn't be acting like you 20 something years old and you but i think a lot of times people tend to have unrealistic non-negotiables like um but this is true too yo make sure you're what you're looking for in a person is realistic and make sure what you have some things to bring to the table too. Don't just have a crazy checklist, but then you only bring in one thing. Like, how is that fair to the other person? Well, not even that. If you're bringing all of this to the table, bring it to the table to help them because their table is bare. Or that too. But, I mean, if, but again, people don't go into helping each other because everyone is so damn selfish. That too. They don't think of it all like, oh, look at just your friendships. Why are you friends with the person that you're a friend with? Right. And and I know for me and mostly all females, all of our friends are different. We don't have all of our friends aren't the same. You know, you got that one girlfriend. Okay, I can tell this too. Then you got the other girlfriend. Okay, I can't tell her, but I can tell her this part. You know, whatever. All of our friends play a different part. You know, what I'm saying, you know, this person I can go to because they give the best advice. I can go to I can go to this person because yeah, she don't give the best advice, but she listen like she and she'll just say, you know what, I really don't know, but. You know what I'm saying? What I feel is this. You know what I'm saying? If sometimes you just need that person to listen to. Okay, let me go. Let me go over here to Karen because she gonna listen. You right. know what I'm saying? I don't. Really, I'm not really looking for advice right now. I just want somebody just like to listen to me and maybe console me. I don't really want advice, and I know that you know this person can do this. Same thing. You know what I'm saying? We all play different parts. Okay, when this person comes to you, no, they're not gonna be all the way together, but they play the the parts that are good about them. Those are probably the most that you need if if this person is your match. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need patience. Because, you know, everyone said, once you have Matisse, it's going to be different. You're going to calm down. I ramped it up. Yes. <laughs> because I'm like, now I'm like, don't piss me off and almost cause me to go to jail and then be away from my child. Now I got to murder you. Right. And don't, don't be acting crazy to my child because I will murder you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I didn't calm down. Lord Jesus. <laughs> it just gave me a reason to murder. It's the new Netflix series. <laughs> Wreck it right. <laughs> but I need him to be that balance. I need him to be that balance. I need somebody in my life to be like, it's not that serious. Even I'm though I'll guy. probably still be like, it's still that serious. I'm your guy. <laughs> but I won't murder anybody. <laughs> yeah, and I think, well, to go back to what I was saying, I just want to <laughs> kind of close that up is... When I look back at it now, I would never want anybody that was perfect because you wouldn't appreciate all that you go through to build that bond, that relationship yeah. that people will look at and be like, damn, y'all come a long way. Or damn, I remember when y'all first got together and all that shit y'all went through. But now y'all are like the strongest couple we've ever seen. Like those are the moments where you're like, damn, that's why I really that's why I'm here. I'm I'm here to get better. Like, I don't want to walk into it and thinking I got all my shit together. Cause you're going to be disappointed because yeah. <laughs> you I'm a thousand percent sure that your shit is not together. Not together. It's not. But, you know, that's that's part of being in a relationship and marriage. But, you know, I, I have a ton of grace. We know that. Yeah. If you know me, you know that for a fact. Friends, relationships. Yeah. I'm very, maybe sometimes I'm too lenient. Yes. Um, you know, sometimes I'm uh, sometimes I'm an asshole. Sometimes I'm not. It just it depends on the moment. I think you're an asshole in the wrong way. You said what? I think you're an asshole in the well. I don't know if you can be an asshole in the wrong way. Yeah, you can be an asshole. Just, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, I mean it just depends, right? 
you know, sometimes I have to be that way to get through to people that you're not just going to talk or do whatever you want to do. Well, that's not being an asshole. That's just you defending yourself. Like, look, here, you ain't going to be talking to me crazy. So yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't say that being an asshole. Well, it comes off in an asshole manner because I'm going to probably do it in the most strategically petty way I can. No, you're emotional. So whenever you're fed up, it comes off like you go off right then. You don't sit and be like, how can I do this? You don't do that. You're once like anytime I've talked to you crazy in that moment, in a relationship, you're yes. pissed. In a, re- in a relationship. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're talking about, this relationship yes. podcast. Agreed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now at work, you might go back to your office and then be like, "Oh yeah." But yeah, at home, no. You don't I have do some that. of the best yeah. emails now to man. Yeah, but yeah, relationship wise, no. You, and again, it's the it's the emotional investment that I have with you. I don't know. I was just like, I guess if if you're that person who is not taking any shit, maybe you should take a little bit of shit. <laughs> And real and try to realize or understand why they're giving you the shit. Yeah. Yeah, I think. And then look, if you if you have too much grace, you need to figure out why you're so lenient with this person. Like, is there a real reason to why you're being like, I just need to be patient and and you know let them work it out, or you just kind of like letting them walk over you. Yeah, I would say try to put yourself in the other person's shit just to provide perspective. But yeah, that's what you just have to try to understand. That way it makes it easier for you to... But for the person who has too much grace, don't let that be an excuse as to why you still don't stand out for yourself. Oh yeah, no, that's true. Because the person who has too much grace, they'll find an excuse as to why they just needs to be more understanding. Okay, you can be too understanding. Right. Which will... Affects you in a negative way, a, a yeah. Super negative way. Yeah. Trust me, been there, done that. Because we've all seen relationships, whether we know them intimately or not, but you've seen relationships to where it looks like the female is running over the man. And he's like, oh, no, 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 y'all just don't understand it. No, honey, no. Right. <laughs> okay, we, you're we being un- abused, okay? Right. We understand 100%. Yeah, and then the same thing with the females. It's like, girl, why you let your husband run over you like that? I don't think a lot of it is that's that could be fear. A lot of it is yeah. fear. And not necessarily fear of being hurt or killed, but fear of being starting alone. Starting a conversation start- or just even starting a conversation. Uh, yeah. uh, okay, I just said it, but I can't, I can't say anything. Confrontation. Oh, Thank yeah. You. Maybe you don't like confrontation. Yeah. Um, you have the fear of being alone. Or the fear of not being. Like, I've, I've had this. With me being the type of person that I am, now with, you know, people always trying to say I'm this way or that way, I have kind of like the fear of you know not, if, if I do want to make a decision of like, no, this is some bullshit, I have to be very secure in that because I have the fear of something going to be like, well, Rob, you're just being this way because you like to cut people off. So I need to make sure I have everything together so if somebody does come to me like because you're you're so used to being like okay you know you're so quick to cut people off i said but i I also understood that okay i gave them this chance i gave them this chance and i gave them this chance you got receipts thank you i have my receipts because before i didn't have any receipts i'm just like i'm tired (laughs) i mean you got you got validity to the yeah the so just that you, you know, just if you're already aggressive type of person or a strong willed person, it's like I have to make sure I really have receipts to back it up because you're automatically going to attack me. Yeah, automatically. I've you know seen what I'm it. saying? Yeah, I've seen it firsthand. So I I have to make sure that I have my stuff together and I have real reason as to why I am giving you the finger and the boot. Right. Yeah. And, and then from my perspective, as a person with too much graces, I have to make sure that. I'm not giving somebody too many chances. Yeah. Like, once you show me who you are, and if I do give you a second chance and mm-hmm. you show me who you are again, then it shouldn't be another conversation. Yeah. It should end. And I think over the last couple of years, I've gotten really good at that. You have. You got so much um, better. And that's just because I married this woman next to me. Mm-hmm. That's I'm like, when is it going to gonna end, Jesus? When? You know, and I always, I always, and I told this in an episode before, <laughs> like, I always wanted to be the likable guy. I always wanted everybody to like me. But then I realized that I don't need everybody to like me. Shit, I probably need some people that don't like me or envy me or is trying to that are trying to bring me down. You need because some haters. 
I need the haters because the haters are what motivate me mm-hmm. to be even better. Because then eventually it'll be like Kevin Durant and OKC, and he was like, oh, shit, the Golden State Warriors beat me. Well, if I can't beat them, I might as well go join them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's, that's kind of how I'm trying to operate now is, yeah, I'll have a lot of grace, but I need to pick and choose when I want to continue to have that grace for an individual. Um, and within my relationship, if my marriage, if my wife is wilding me up or doing something I don't like, I need to try, I need to have the ability to be like, oh, I don't like it. I can't, I shouldn't be giving her a thousand chances for something yeah. that is really bothering me. Because if you're getting a thousand chances and the person doesn't recognize the grace that you're having for their ignorance, right. it's not worth it. Exactly. They're not recognizing you having patience with them for them to get their stuff together. They're not recognizing you just like holding your mule and you're not going off on them. And you're just, you know, like, well, can we talk about this? And they're like, I don't want to talk to you. I'm going to do me. Oh, okay. Or even if it's not that extreme, if it's just like, you know, I'm picking on you, but I'm not picking on you. Like, for example, like if they, if, if, if it's something to where like, okay, I need you to help me. I need you to do, like do the dishes and, and, and the laundry. And they just like, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. But if they don't ever recognize like how this bothers you and just be like, let me just do the doggone dishes. Then it's not worth it. You having all this grace and understanding for them because they don't care. Right. They don't see you putting in the effort of like, okay, I'm being patient with you. Even though I'm unhappy, I'm being patient with you. And so that, that shows what type of person you're with. It's just, it's, you know, I guess a rock in a hard place. You just have to really have those tough conversations with yourself because I really feel the person who has too much grace don't have those tough conversations with themselves. It's easier just for me to sit here and take it because I can't. Like, I have the willpower to take it. I have all the grace in the world. So this this doesn't bother me like it bothers somebody else. But you need to have those tough conversations to be like, okay, I need to go. Or I need to say something. Or I need to put my foot down. There needs to be some consequences to this. Yeah. Like, for you, when you know your friend. And I was like, okay, well, how many times are you going to get stabbed in your face? Like, when is it going to hurt? <laughs> because this person will continue to do it. Because, like, for me, the type of personality I have... Well, used to have. When I was younger, if you allow me to do something, I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. And that's how most people are. People will treat you how you allow them to treat you. Right. So if you don't ever say nothing with me kicking you in the face, I'm going to keep kicking you in the face. You don't care. <laughs> no. And it's your face. Everybody ain't your friend. Right. <laughs> well, shit, a lot of people don't even know what a friend is. So and I, and I think that's the biggest part of you being in a relationship or marriage with somebody. If they don't even consider you a friend to where they will consider your feelings or how you would feel if they do something to you, that's how you get in these situations. Yep. Yeah. No new friends. <laughs> Just new acquaintances. <laughs> all acquaintances. All acquaintances. <laughs> I don't have any friends. <laughs> do you have anything else, Ben? Uh, no. Try not to have too much grace. Or you'll be like me. <laughs> but, or the former me. Oh, yeah. Because your, your grace pot is still full, but it's not running over. Yeah, I was wild. Yeah. You, yours was spilling all on the floor and everything. You're right. like, grace, grace. I had, to, I had to cut off a few people. You did. It was hard for you. It was very difficult. It was. But then I realized that life would continue because I still have my real friends. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, yeah, you don't allow friends to do certain shit. And if they do and you're not calling them out, then that's your fucking fault. Yeah. And and for me, I've gained more understanding because even through the whole process of him giving me the grace and taking some of the grace away from him, I was, like, getting on him for not cutting the people off. And I would be like, I don't know why this is so hard for you. Like, I could not understand. Like, this person treats you like shit and you're just, like, trying to hold on. <laughs> And you're like, well, they're my friend. And I'm just like, so it's like I had to be, if I was better where I was, I could have probably helped him better to letting those ties go. But I didn't have the grace that he had. So I'm just like, rip it, rip the Band-Aid. And he's like, no, just hold out real slow. And I'm like, no, rip it. <laughs> well, so just so we're clear, I didn't sound like that when. Well, no. <laughs> ah. <laughs> okay, you do your voice. He's like, no, no, I don't want to. No, nah, that's my friend, man. I don't, I don't yeah, me it like was that. like that. But I hear it different. I hear it like, yeah, I don't want to. Yeah. Like, ah. 
you automatically put that, <laughs> you turn me into a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I do, I do. I'm that's sorry. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. But that's because that's how I was feeling like, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's your... If somebody sure. giving you their ass, why are you, why are you holding on? Right. Like, no. And you just, like, you were just thinking about all the good things. <laughs> well, we've had a lot of good times. Yeah, I'm, no, hell no, no, <laughs> no. But yeah. Anywho. So, um... Probably not. Probably not. For, well, I guess. I guess we can talk about it while we go through it. Um, very soon we will be going through a transformation, and we will be cleansing our marriage and our bodies, um, our household, our everything of um, debt, and uh, we will be having a financial transformation. Hopefully, my husband will not die in the process. I'm um, fine. Right now. I've accepted it, which means You'll be that's good. the first step. Okay, good. Remember, guys, acceptance first. Good, good. Okay, okay. But either like way, y'all don't know. Is, and that's not like I'm, life is over. And no, 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 no. It's a good transition. Yeah. So but we will know, have an episode on that. Well, we'll probably have a couple episodes because it'll be, it's not like, it's not going to be one swoop so while we're going through the process and doing different episodes we'll be updating you on our process through this and um, our highs and lows and um because they do say that you know basically finances is the number one reason for divorce we haven't had any only arguments about money fine yeah our arguments is laundry which is the third one (laughs) (laughs) third reason for divorce Uh, but we, you know, even kind of like got that together. Um, it's not as, I'm not as upset. Because you know? I'm doing it. Maybe not to the. Well, you haven't done it in a while, but. Level she wants The parts that he has, I appreciate. Like, See, I, I, that's all I wanted to hear. Yeah. For someone who doesn't need affirmations, my husband. Yeah, but I'm not going to get into that. Um, so. I don't think we have anything else. Yeah. So until next time. Peace. See you tomorrow.